podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. That's the best motivation we can give, right? I think Gavin Cash will be in the, in the, in the locker room like, we don't want to hear We don't want to hear about Grandma Caslin versus Wells. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear what Coach McGuire actually likes to eat on Sundays after church. We don't want to hear it. These are terrible topics. <laughs> These are terrible topics. We got to win to keep them from doing it. Cheryl Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Jonathan Garibay. The boot is away. And it's Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And I know it's been a little bit. It's been a couple weeks, you know. Uh, it's the end of the school year. Jeremy, the uh, uh, educator and scholar that he is, needed. I mean, he needed a break. I needed a break. It's Memorial Day weekend as we pay tribute to our veterans out there and all that stuff. So with that, we are back. We are ready to talk Texas Tech sports. So I already kind of mentioned him, so I might as well introduce him. The people's champ that is Jeremy Gillen. What's up, Jeremy? I don't know why we are taking time off, Albert, when Texas Tech athletes are not. They are uh, continuing to um, dominate in, in certain ways and getting really cool accolades along the way while we're just chilling. What are we doing? Yeah, Lazing I'm say, about. Well, Texas Tech track and field is not chilling. Like, they are. No, they're not chilling. <laughs> oh, they, the men, the Texas Tech men, we were talking about it in pre, pre-pod, uh, but the Texas Tech men's track and field team not only won the Big 12 championships, it was a rout. Last year, Tech and Texas kind of it was neck and neck, down to the final day, game, day, down to the final competition. This year, you didn't need that stress. Tech made it such a blowout, biggest margin of victory in Texas Tech history, and actually it was one of the largest margins of victory in Big Twelve history at uh, the track and field championships. Uh, it being in Lubbock helps, uh, but uh, uh, the track and field championships. I mean, uh, Tech just was they, they blew away, uh, blew everyone else away. Had 179 points on the day. Uh, that was over 50 points more than Texas, who came in second. Um, Texas Tech. I mean, right we're right now ranked number one in the country, uh, favorites to win the national championship here next month. Uh, yeah, I, everything about this program is incredible, and of course, Wes Kitley wins track and field coach of the year uh, for what I believe is his fourth time. Uh, yeah, his fourth time. So um, your boy, Wes Kitley, shout out to him. I mean, talk about a, a very just non-flamboyance, like this very reserved, just come in. Coach Kitley just punches in, does his job, and punches out and comes home with rings. Does he not? Just a consistent winner. And we talked about how the track and field team is kind of this perennial threat in the Big 12. Um, this Texas Tech's like perennial threat in the Big 12. Uh, and we don't, and, you know, people just don't talk about it enough. And so, you know, like you said, there, there are a number of, I mean, athletes, both men and women, who just continue to show out. But especially on the men's side, man, we were talking about, um, we were talking about how, like, the men throughout this whole year, I mean, twelve tickets. We twelve athletes are going to be going to. Is it twelve athletes or twelve? Twelve events represented um, in the national championship by Texas Tech Red Raiders. I mean, there's a ton of studs on this team, and you know, for them to just really, and this is a stupid to run away with the Big Twelve championship. <laughs> um, I couldn't get around to it. Um, you know, for them to come away with that, it, it wasn't a surprise. It was no surprise to us. 
So I got to do a shout out to Courtney Lindsay. Courtney Lindsay was incredible. Won the 100, or got first in the 100, first in the 200, first in the 4x1. Um, and I really feel bad, really, for, for Terrence Jones, right? Terrence Jones um, works really hard every day in practice. He's killing it. And he came in second place in the 100 and the 200. Why? Because, unfortunately, Courtney Lindsay's there. So <laughs> you come second place. And, mind you, he barely lost a 100-meter race to, to his teammate, Courtney Lindsay. Terrence Jones did. But he gets second in the 100, second in the 200 because the teammate's the one beating him out. Uh, but absolute route. And, actually, I just looked it up. They finished second. Uh, or they set the school record and the conference record for most points at the Big 12 Championships with 179 points. Uh, we're actually second in the country right now. So that'll be interesting to see what happens at the Big 12 Championships. Um Still the favorite. I, I believe we're one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win it all uh, at the Big 12 Championship. And that would be, I mean, West Kelly has a, a, an opportunity to, to get a second one on there. And there's a lot of women on the women's side, too. Women not as great a, a meet, finishing fourth. I think Texas was always going to win that with the women's side. Um, but there was belief that to, the women would like hopefully come in second like they did indoor. Uh, that didn't happen. We came in fourth. But we can still, right now, they're actually running in the West prelims right now. A lot of, a lot of both the men and the women are well represented for tech on the at the West prelims, and I think hopefully we get a lot of them getting entrance into nationals, so we can on the men's side win a national championship, but on the women's side get a lot of representation and get as many points as possible. Texas Tech may just come. I mean, the men may come back with another national championship, two championships in our lifetime, Albert. Can you imagine it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, I do want to speak about another champion, right? So maybe not. A, it's not a team, but a guy. A guy, right, who is starting, like, the funny thing about this guy is we may have another Patrick Mahomes on our hand. We may have another Cheryl Swoops on our hands. We may have, um, well, maybe not a Jarrett Culver in the pros, but uh, he's at least been as good as Jarrett Culver was in college. And I'm talking about your boy, Ludwig Bear. So Ludwig, for those that don't know, who he is, which listen, college golf isn't the most glamorous thing, so I don't, I don't hate you for it. But he, Ludwig Ebert, is the number one ranked amateur golfer in the in the world as of right now. He plays for Texas Tech, been playing for Texas Tech for the last few years, um, and this year he has been nominated for every golf award you could possibly be nominated for. Uh, he is, he's been, he's been killing it. He's uh, everything that Ebert has done. Has been, you know, he came into the season already pretty hyped up, and he's just accomplished it all, right? Um, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm the greatest golf guy, right? I'm not a good golfer. I sit and back and watch the Masters on on Sundays, and that's about it. But when you tell me there's a Red Raider out here that's killing it like this, I'm gonna pay attention. And Love Gay Bear did a, did a thing uh, today, Jeremy. Recording this on Monday, he did a thing today where he earned. A PGA Tour card straight from college, first player ever to do so. I mean, what you had to feel there was a pop, the possibility there. Two-time uh, Ben Hogan Award, best two-time um, best like National Player of the Year for uh, college golf, and now the first player <coughs> to, to go directly uh, from college to the PGA Tour membership. Uh, you had, I mean, incredible. I you can't really. It's 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 both hard to. Um, get people to understand how important it is but also easy i should say because like these are huge awards that we're getting but then at the same time like you mentioned you know we're not all tuned in to college golf every time uh with especially in the spring when there's so many other sports going on and then quietly ludwig ludwig Berg is um just uh, collecting accolades 
and will continue to collect accolades when he steps onto the PGA, uh, when he steps onto the tour and representing Texas Tech as what amounts to a child at, at our age. And so one of those things where another Patrick Mahomes, perhaps, maybe another more uh, apt um, title for golf and maybe another Tiger Woods. Who knows? The, the, hey, another the, Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay. The Swedish you're Tiger. Gonna, you're going to go and cop you some Abergs when he gets his, his shoe deal? Is that, is that, oh, got to. Rock got to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. His, new, his Nike deal. I, Ludwig gets a Nike deal in five years. Book it. <laughs> Damn, you heard it here first. Actually, you literally, you literally said this. So I can't I even, literally just can't said even, this. I can't even twist your words here. <laughs> <laughs> you legitimately said this. All right, Nike deal. Not an Under Armour deal because Jeremy's not a company man, apparently. But a Nike deal <laughs> for Ludwig Bear in five years because he's that good. But, we're, I mean, we're going to see him more. I mean, he has his PGA Tour card membership. We're going to see him more. We're going to see, you know, what he can do now that he's – I mean, he's a pro now. You know, his college career is over. But, um, he, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to act sit here and act like I know the list of Texas Tech golf legends. But he, he's the greatest ever, right? Like, I, I don't – like, I, I mean, I, maybe I can research it and see. Maybe I'm wrong, and please feel free to tweet me and tell me that I'm an idiot because of uh, Golf McGolferson in the 1986 was the be- much better golfer. Who knows? Maybe so. But I don't know any other. I mean, he, for one, he's the first one to ever get a PJ Tour card straight out of college. So off top, he's already not just one of the greatest Texas Red Raider golf- golfers ever, but one of the best collegiate golfers we have seen. And, and at the very least, in recent memory. So, um, so that's why I mean I think the the Pat Pat Mahomes, Jared Culver, Cheryl Suits comparison comes in. Um, but yeah, no, A Bear is doing an incredible job, uh, about as incredible as home field apparel feels. Right. So home field apparel shirts and clothes, they feel fantastic. They feel great. They look great. They are awesome. And not only do they feel and look great. They're not going to cost you as much as you think they may cost you, all right? The price ain't that bad, but we're going to get you even better for you. 15% off your first order. 15% off your first order. All you got to do is use our promo code TAKES12, that's T-A-K-E-S-1-2, to get this nice, soft, comfortable home-filled apparel shirt or pullover or hoodie, all of that stuff. Um, you know, make people make people jealous of what you got on. Go to homefieldapparel.com, put on our promo code. Um so, Jeremy, the, the meat of this episode, the meat of what I want to talk about today is we are recording this Monday evening. We were going to record this. We were going to drop this episode today on Memorial Day, uh, but we decided not to because we had to wait for something to happen, and that was the NCAA baseball selection show. Uh, we waited to see where the Red Raiders would fall, and before we even got there, Red Raiders had to play a Big 12 tournament. And and can I just – so before we get to the NCAA tournament show, I do want to talk about the Big 12 tournament a little bit. Uh, and we're, we'll talk about it, Jeremy. We'll talk about how the season ended and all that stuff, right? But I, 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 I want to preface this before I make any other statement about the baseball team. The Big 12 champion ch- tournament does not matter. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Tim Tadlock doesn't <laughs> care. He's made it very obvious that he does not care about the Big 12 tournament. Um, uh, shout out to shout out to Parker at at uh, 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 Frog Preacher um, on Twitter. Uh, that's not Parker, but shout out to, to shout out to Frog Preacher on Twitter. He he made it known, you know, he's a TCU grad, and he made it known that uh, Texas Tech hasn't been to the Big Twelve uh, title game, baseball title game, I think ever, which we haven't. Um, my response to that is basically, so what? 
I, I don't care. Like I, I just, I don't. It's a, I don't. The College World Series is what matters. Super Regionals is what matters, right? You're winning Big Twelve regular season tournament championships is what matters. Similar to people that watch and pay attention and care about college basketball, those conference tournaments don't matter. These conference tournaments don't matter, right? And they really don't. And, and every year we know they don't matter, but for a one, for three days, we act like, no, no, actually, maybe it does matter. Maybe we're going to be, you know, f- have that tight feeling in the chest. Oh, yeah, we're superior. Then we lose. We feel bad down on ourselves. And then we remember, oh, yeah, this doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we win. doesn't matter if we lose. To be honest, I'm okay with losing so we get our players more rest, especially our pitchers, right? It does not matter. So I, I just want to preface that. Uh, before I say anything else about the rest of this baseball season, because the Big 12 tournament does not matter. But, and I'll give you a little fact check here, Texas Tech did win the Big 12 tournament only one time, 1998, uh, beating Texas. Well, if it counts for Texas, it counts for for Tech. We can pull back before 2000. Uh, But the only time to win the Big 12 tournament was in 98. It was Coach Larry Hayes at the time. They beat Texas A&M. Uh, again, that was hosted in Oklahoma City back then. But essentially haven't won the Big 12 tournament. We haven't won the Big 12 tournament with our College World Series caliber teams is well, what I think this. the real gist of it. I'll say this. Um, like I've always it goes said, to what you're saying. I've, well, I've been a big believer in that there's no such thing as moral victories until, unless you suck. Um, and the Texas Tech baseball team hasn't been this good. I mean, I don't think we've ever sucked. We haven't been this good since. So we would happily, when I was in college, I would have happily claimed a Big 12 tournament title, right? Now that we're good, nah, bro. I just want to see where we're going to be in the tournament. So, um, so with that being said, I do want to talk about how the season ended. So, uh, the Texas Tech baseball season, you know, we... At the beginning of the season, we thought we had a lot of high hopes for this team and what they could do and and, and some of the abilities and possibilities that this team had. And to be honest with you, a lot of that went to the wayside. Towards the end of the season, we we kind of started teetering. And the last time we talked, we talked about that series loss. We had a series loss at West Virginia, which West Virginia has been the best team in the Big 12. Right, they 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 won the Big Twelve. They deserved it. They they came out of nowhere and 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 was were really good. I was hoping to end the season with a sweep against Kansas, and that didn't happen. Actually, um, we ended up going to extra innings against Kansas in one of the games, and then we followed that up with a run rule. Right, uh, but that season series against Kansas, you know, not sweeping them, only getting the season the victory, means you're going into the Big Twelve championship. Not necessarily limping, but not feeling great about yourself. You feel like you could, you're probably, you're probably in the NCAA tournament, but that's when you get to that weird part where you're like, do we need a win in the tournament, in the big, in the conference tournament? Do we need two wins? Like, how do we, how do we feel? Um, and so now we get to the Big Twelve tournament, which again does not matter. But uh, nice win, I will say this. I will say this. First game of the tournament, beating West Virginia, beating a team that's likely that that you know is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, win the, winning the Big 12 ter- championship, getting that win was big, was big. And I think that win against West Virginia, at the very least, I, we were barely in the tournament to begin with. I think that win at the very least kind of gave us a, a we, we, we penciled our name in the NCAA tournament with that win against West Virginia. And then if you like good baseball, if you like good baseball, that next game against Oklahoma was just great baseball. Absolutely great baseball, beating them 10 to nine on a walk-off. 
excuse me, uh, was was incredible, was fantastic. You take that L to Oklahoma State, um, and you get whooped. Oklahoma State smacked us. Um, then we follow that back with another hard-earned, hard-fought game against Oklahoma State, which Oklahoma State, they, they walked it off on us, right, to, and, and ended up going to the title game there. So uh, a fun Big 12 tournament, but that's all a tournament is, in my opinion. It's just fun. It doesn't matter. It's just fun. <laughs> uh, and with that, the Texas Tech baseball team, why we ended up postponing this episode, the baseball team were waiting where they would be, waiting to see if they'd be a two seed maybe. Probably not. But they no, they ended up getting that three seed. And Jeremy, that three, is, this, this bracket stinks for us. It stinks for us. Hey, you, we have uh, Florida A&M, right, as the four seed. Not too shabby. Uh, the two seed is UConn. And then we have the number two overall seed in the in uh, the tournament, Florida Gators, in the Gainesville Regional. What is your first thoughts seeing that there, Jeremy? Uh, I'm gonna cry. I think that <laughs> you know there were a couple of there were a couple of seed like a couple of regionals. It's like, well, if we could stay away from that, that'd be best. Florida definitely was one of my top ones. Um, Golly, I mean, 44-14 overall. They rocking in the SEC. You know, they they were way the one the SEC East, and they I think they tied tied their regular season conference title. Um, man, good team. And UConn also kind of a surprisingly good team this season. Um, with uh, Florida A and M as that fourth, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking. You know, it's gonna be tough. I don't see us going. I, I don't see us even seeing um, seeing Florida. Like I Dang. think that. I mean, this is just gonna be a tough out. And like you were saying, there's a lot of there's still so many question marks in uh, the pitching lineup for Texas Tech. And like as we go through it here, I mean, you do you mentioned you mentioned uh, Molina, but I think you know Brandon Beckel actually played pretty okay. Uh, there, I think he's been one of the few team. One of your few dependable arms, maybe not stellar, but he's got six saves on this season. Um, two of his past uh, three appearances, he's given up home runs in the ninth inning of tying games. So like, that's that freaking sucks. Um, but at the same time, you know, Tadlock said that that he doesn't have any concern about Beckel. Uh, that he thinks that he's been one of the steady guys. They're going to keep him. They have to keep trusting. Keep putting him in situations where he can have success. And, you know, I think to hear that <laughs> at this point in the season, I hate it, which makes me feel very unconfident about the pitching going into the um, going into this regional in Gainesville. And if you need, if there's something that has to go right for us to get anywhere deep in this, is it going to be pitching? It, pitching is going to either make or break this. Yeah, I mean, and pitching in the postseason, just like in the pros I mean, in college too. Yeah, postseason pitching. Tell me if I'm saying something new. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, pitching was going to get you there. I, I, like we've said all season, this seems very top heavy, right? Not a lot of depth overall. Very top heavy team. Um, I have the utmost confidence. You mentioned I have the utmost confidence in Mason Molina. Um, I think game one against UConn uh, plays in our favor, right? Mason Molina on the mound. I have the utmost confidence there uh, that Mason Molina can get it done. The problem is, and you see this sometimes, is that. I think everybody has the utmost confidence in Mason Molina. So you go out there like, oh, Mason got it. Like, Mason, Mason's got it. He's not going to give up too many runs. Um, and your bats kind of get cold. Your bats kind of get quiet, right? I, I think that game one against UConn and, and just game ones in general usually are lower scoring. Usually every team has their ace on the mound. UConn doesn't have the strongest pitching, right? But we don't know what UConn really is. I mean, they're, 
the 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 league they play in is pretty is pretty light uh, out there in the Big East. Like it's not a it's not a a very strong conference, but they're a strong team. They have a strong program, right? I think though, and, I, and I'll kind of mention it out here. I think Tech gets that that dub. Game one, Friday, June second on ESPNU. I think Tech gets that dub against UConn because I believe in Mason Molina and we we're top heavy. But I think I think Gavin, Ka- I think guys like Gavin Cash are ready. They're ready to explode. Like I think those these guys, we are top heavy. But we can get some runs. I can see us with a nice six-two win on game one or something to that effect. Uh, and then we play the behemoth that is Florida. And unfortunately, out- Molina is the only starter that I have the utmost confidence in. Right, and you're going up against Florida, who has the pitching, who has the lineup, who has the bullpen, who has all of that. Um, the team that I actually think is the best team in the country, and so I think it's going to be very difficult. And then, so if you take that L against Florida in game t- in, in in the next round, well, then you're likely, in my opinion, going to see UConn again, right? But now you're probably going to see UConn without Molina. And game threes, just in general, have been shootouts, especially if UConn's also going to be going to their third pitcher. It's been shootouts. And so what are – now, we've won shootouts. I mean, remember, we had a game this year where we scored 20 runs, right? We, we've we won shootouts, and that does play in our favor, and that's the reason why I believe we will beat UConn twice to face Florida for the regional final um, because of our ability to win these shootouts. But, man, beating Florida and likely having to beat them twice um, – that's a tall task, not just for Tech, but for UConn. I will say, flip side of this is that just as much as we're scared and we're we're like, man, it, there's UConn, there's Florida, you know, Florida and M. The other schools are feeling the same way. Like, I feel like if you're Florida, yeah. you're like, man, out of all the three seeds, how are we getting paired up with Texas Tech as a three seed? You know, UConn has to be sitting there like we feel because like Texas Tech being a three seed, a lot of you know, if you're UConn or Florida, you feel like you have two two seeds in this regional. You know, you Tech has the talent, the ability, the the program, the know how to win these games, to win these type of games. And and Florida staff knows it, the UConn staff knows it, the Florida and Am staff knows it. And so, I think if you're if you're Florida UConn, you're feeling like, man, we got two two season here. Well, that's unfair. This is the group of death. I think this is. I've looked throughout the tournament. This is, in my opinion, the toughest group uh, in the NCAA. Or you know, and so this will be a bloodbath to get out. I just personally believe that Florida is the best team in the country. I, I know Wake Forest got the number one overall seed, uh, but I think Florida is the best team in the country, and uh, um, and I think that, and, and that's my prediction here. I'm gonna say it quickly is I think they're gonna win the regional. I think Tech Tech got put in a very very tough regional. So who's winning the regional? Sorry, what'd you say? I, I, I got Florida. I got Florida winning the okay. regional. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I did not know that's where you were going. That is a correct. I think that's that is a correct. So, yeah, you could be kind and say that Florida, obviously, the clear run, runs away clearly. And then UConn and Texas Tech are kind of vying for that at least second seed feel. You know, Texas Tech is definitely one of those teams that you can't just say that just because they're a three seed, probably an easy out, right? I mean, people that know Texas, the Texas Tech brand know, you know, um, Coach Tadlock and the way that he kind of builds his teams, that they can go out, you know, I, if you're going to have confidence – this first game against UConn is going to be highest confidence because everybody's, you know, feeling rested. Um, but I do like, I like that thought that you had about uh, pitching. Is this like, maybe this like back of the mind belief, maybe there's a piece of coaching that has to happen here. Um, but okay, Molina, like Mason Molina can keep us in this game and we don't have to put as much work into it. And then that mindset ended up being like this like pseudo trap 
um, the pseudo trap game where you think that you know you got the upper hand here, and then because of that you end up uh, putting yourself in a hole. And something that we've you know seen this year outside of a couple of extraordinary um, examples is that Texas Tech doesn't really do as well, you know, having to come from a significant deficit. You know, and that and that ironically in that Oklahoma State game, you know, you led 5-0 pretty late in the game and then Oklahoma State just had a explosive inning you know eighth inning or whatever it was and you know you just couldn't that was it you're like all right well <laughs> we tried um that, that, that it's just it's just go time it, and every year it is it's just go time um you're here in the regional you got put in a really crappy regional yep sure how are you going to address that and so if you know if you've got the team this year you can make it happen but if you just if it's if it just doesn't happen you know it's one of a million things with they just couldn't put together, and that's just the way it is, especially in baseball. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So this will be, it'll be a fun, fun and exciting regional. I will say, if we do end up losing game one, I will be pretty nervous. <laughs> I'll be even more nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'll be even more As nervous. You should be. We very well, yeah. and we very well could. I, I do want to preference and say this though, Jeremy. So, so going to going to tech in the the late two thousands, early twenty tens. If you would have told me that, hey, our baseball team is going to make the NCAA tournament as a three seed in the Gainesville Regional, at the time, I would have said, oh, hell yeah. We're in the tournament. Yeah. We're, you know, let's go. Like, we're out here. Let's let's do it. Let's go Red Raiders. Red Raider baseball. That's what I'm talking about. Right? In 2010, if you'd have told me that, I'd have been like, hell yes. Um, the fact that it's 2023, and, and most fans are sitting here like, wow, oh, man. <laughs> Ah, we're just a three seed. That stinks. You know, that's what seven years straight of going to the NCAA tournament will do, right? Like that mindset of, and you see it in basketball too, right? Like this year was a big disappointment because we didn't make the NCAA tournament. When I was at Tech, NCAA tournament, please just be competitive. Yes, yes. (laughs) Don't embarrass us. bring honor to us all. (laughs) (laughs) And so I will say that's, I mean, that's good. That's a very good thing, right? We don't want to be just lovable losers. We want to be competitive, these, these these badasses. We want to be teams that a team like UConn, which they are, fears. Like, you, like if UConn isn't coming into this regional, like, kind of worried about game one, then that's a mistake on UConn. Because Texas Tech, we are a program that's shown that we can – we can battle and handle these these type of these these uh, situations. Now, flip side of that, I think Tech should feel the same way about UConn. UConn ain't no slouches either. But I'm just saying, like that's where we've put ourselves now. To where when UConn comes in, when Florida comes in, they're gonna say, "Hey, that Tech the Tech team, man, they they know what they're doing." Uh, Twelve years ago, I they wouldn't have said that. Twelve years ago, they'd have been like, "Oh, we're playing Texas. Oh no, Texas Tech. Oh, we're fine. We're not playing Rice. We're fine. We're all right, right." But I think now. Uh, 12 years later, it's, oh, no, we, we got to worry about those boys in red over there. Those boys in Scarlet and Black know how to play the game. And so um, so it'll be it'll be an interesting regional. Like I said, it starts off this weekend. Um, and by interesting, I mean likely Florida dominant. I don't, listen, I think I think Florida's the best team in college baseball. Um, I don't it, – it's it's hard to predict who will win these tournaments. So, like, I, I could easily – I could say that I think Florida's going to win – the, the national championship, but I don't really know. Baseball's crazy. Like, here's the thing: I'm predicting baseball, Florida, to win the Gainesville Regional, but like crazier things have happened. Remember, Tennessee were freaking world beaters last year. It oh, was like yeah. easily the best team. Ten, they were talking about Tennessee as one of the best college baseball teams of all time, and they didn't even make it out of the regional. So, like, 
college baseball is wild and wacky. And that's the reason why I keep mentioning Florida A&M also, because I don't think teams should overlook them, you know, mess around and, and have uh FAMU go out there and, and, and win the regional or something like that. Baseball is just a crazy sport. And so you never know what could happen. And so though I think Florida is the best team in, in, in college baseball, and though I think Florida is going to win the regional and potentially win the whole, the whole shebang, um, you never know. And that's the, the, you know, I think Texas Tech should go into this regional with a why not us attitude. You know, yes, we're it's a rebuilding year. Yes, we're top heavy. Yes, we're we're fairly young in some spots. But why not us? Why not? Why can't we, you know, get hot? Um, I liked what I saw from Tech in the Big 12 tournament, which is kind of just the biggest purpose for that being a warm up for the NCAAs. Right. We fought hard. Um, we were in it in both the, in the Oklahoma game, winning it in extras, and even the Oklahoma State game, losing it in extras. We were in it. We fought hard, and I think that fight's going to help us down in Gainesville. Yep, I can't. I mean, I couldn't disagree more. It's just kind of, you know, it was playing in the back of my head, you know, especially last year Tennessee. But like this, with baseball, so much can happen. Like so many things can happen that you go from having a lot of security and and like uh, this will end up this way to I kind of don't know if this is gonna how it's gonna go anymore. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, let's see Florida A&M do, do something crazy. Let's see them, you know, pick up a little win against Florida. Who knows? <laughs> you know, take a little bit of, uh, little bit of the strength out of their, their sales. I do. I will say, the NCAA committee, I just want to let y'all know, Lubbock, Texas, and Gainesville, Florida. Lubbock is not uh, it's close to Gainesville. We, it's we not goofed. close to Gainesville. I thought we were supposed to, yeah. I thought the tournament was supposed to try to get teams close to each other. Like, bruh, come on now. You could have put us in the Auburn Regional. Like I would have loved that, right? That's actually Auburn's a team I think we could have beat, right? So put us put us in the Auburn region, the Alabama regional, like that'd be nice, right? Come on, man. Yeah. Could have, Even could have put us in the Kentucky or Baton region, Rouge, you know, Baton Rouge regional, like you know, them boys. The LSU is good, but like we're not close to Gainesville. What you doing here, man? <laughs> you just want you just want to screw us. Like that's not fair. <laughs> to be fair, UConn's probably saying the same thing. <laughs> UConn's oh, like, no, we're not. They don't want to go south. <laughs> I don't want to go to Gainesville. Come on, man. Anyways, anything else you want to say to the people, Jeremy? No. Um, we're kind of getting here at the end of the close, the close of the athletic uh, period here, and going to get into that those those desolate summer months where podcasters, bloggers, and everybody alike just comes up with the most random BS to just pave time. And pretty soon we'll be uh, waking up and we'll be you know college game deal will be on Saturdays and tech, it'll be Texas Tech football time. So just you know. Best of luck to the best of luck to these this Red Raider baseball team. Best of luck to all of our athletes who are finishing up both in track and um, you know in the baseball uh, as they just finish. You know, have a great finish here, right? Just 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 go out and have fun and do. I try to do something crazy because we have to live off that. For we either do something crazy or we do something super sad and we have to sit with that for two two months. <laughs> Coach Tadlock, friend of the pod. Listen, I, I I know you listen. I know you listen every week. Uh, to what Jeremy and I have to say. Um, really what Jeremy's trying to say here is is that we need to win so we don't just talk nonsense on the pod every week. Um, you know, listen, re- listeners don't want to hear us ramble about, um, you know, a topic like is Grant McCaslin, Matt Wells 2.0? Or like, that's just nonsense. We don't want to, you don't want us to do that. <laughs> like you don't want no. us to have that that topic. Like that's, that's nonsense. Nobody wants to hear that. But if we lose early, we don't have a choice. Okay, Coach Tadlock, we don't have a choice. Okay, so don't we don't want to just have this as a, that as a topic. So we need to win. So there we go. There's some motivation. I don't. That's the best motivation we can give. Right. I think Gavin Cash will be in the in the, in the locker room like we don't want to hear. <laughs> we don't want to hear about Grandma Caslin versus Wells. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. 
We don't want to hear what Coach McGuire actually likes to eat on Sundays after church. We don't want to hear it. We're tired of it. These are terrible topics. (laughs) It's a terrible topics. We got to win to keep them from doing it. So, anyways. um, (laughs) I'm delirious. It's late in the evening. So, uh, for Jeremy Gillen, that is the People's Champ, I am Albie Shore, and you've been listening to Tortillas and Takes, part of the 1012 Network. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network.